And we are back. Welcome back to Building Bitches Podcast. My name is Nee, where I'm here to encourage and empower women to be the best woman, the best bitch, the best whoever they can be. So listen, thank you guys for your feedback on my last episode, right? So I got a couple comments there. I only really had one person who was like, sis, I'm a queen. <laughs> like, I see where you're going, but I ain't really feeling that. And listen, I totally get it because bitch, I'm a queen too. So I definitely feel that. Um, I'm still indecisive on the name only because when you look at it, you may be like building bitches. What is that? You know, like it may come off a little bit kind of derogatory, but that's not my stance behind it. You know, like it's not a derogatory term, not the way I'm using it. You know, I think that whenever we use that word, we could use it in many different, um, not instances, but imply we have many different it can be implied totally different, right? So when we greet each other, we'd be like, hey, bitch, I'm the best bitch. Or be like, girl, fuck that bitch. You know, it could be stuff like that. But part of this podcast, I like it because it flows. Um, I'm thinking if if, if it is kind of not, not easy on the eye, I might just change it to building podcast. Like, welcome to building. You know, I, ain't, I don't really like that. But we're going to see. We're going to play with the name of play with the name a little bit more. So far, I had only like two people to respond to the questions and that was good enough. I'm so appreciative. For the two that did respond to our question last week, I think that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for that. I think that somebody said her ultimate, um, her idea of perfect happiness, she said was just having financial stability. And she said, um, people say that money don't bring happiness, but somebody done lied. And you know what, sis, I'm with that too. Like, F all that, you know, a lot of our happiness or our joys does come from money. Honestly, when you're able to spend and get the things that you want and just have the experiences that you want, we live in a world where you just have to spend things. So I do feel like, you know, some instances, yes, money does bring happiness and buy happiness. You know, I do think that there are some instances where people have money and get all the things that they want and it ain't happiness, you know, like that's, they're not happy. That just sends me, sends me the message that, okay, in that area, they're unfulfilled and there must be another area that they're just lacking or needs to be fulfilled and that money just can't buy. And that's fine. But if a person is fine in their life and they just need a little bit of cash, then what was wrong with that? So I like that. I think that was a good outlook. You know, I wouldn't even shun you for that because I do think that money do buy a lot of people happiness. It just brings them happiness. Um, you ever notice when you on a broke day, that mood is low, <laughs> bitch. I know me. If I ain't got no money, I'm like, damn, I wish. Like, ugh. So I get it. I totally get it. Somebody else said something else that was interesting too. She said, finding happiness uh, for me. She said, what did she say? She said, my idea of true perfect happiness is finding my perfect love or finding the perfect love for me. And I thought that was cool. Let me kind of bring that up because I don't want to quote her wrong. But this is what she said. She said, my idea of perfect happiness will be having the romantic love I desire and succeeding in my dreams and fulfilling everything I've always wanted to do. I don't want to die without doing all the things I want to do. That's kind of cool. I understand that. Like, I totally get that. Finding the perfect love and just kind of doing the things you want to do. I know a lot of things that hold us back is fear. Outside of that, it could just be not having the financial resources. Um, Outside of that, not having the right support systems. So I get it. I do pray that I'm able to do all the things that I want to do and the time that I have here. And we never know how much time we have here. So that is kind of like the ugh. Um, y'all gave some really good insights. So thank you to y'all too. And anybody else who wants to answer the question, um, 
it's just promoting, just kind of getting you engaged. The reason why I built this podcast, 3,000 Questions About Me, is we talk about ourselves. And my goal is just to help you explore more about yourself. Sometimes we don't sit and we think, we don't think about ourselves. You know, we think about everybody else. But I want you to think about you. And even through our conversations, you learn so much about you. Now, I was listening back to my podcast and I'm like, dang, I thought my mic sounded good. But for some reason, I don't really like my mic. (laughs) But we're going to work with it because this mic was gifted to me and um, I picked it out. I picked it out. I thought it was going to sound great. So tell me what y'all think the sound oop, the sound quality is like. Does the mic sound good to you guys? Because um, I was listening back. I was like, ugh. <laughs> but it could depend on so many factors. So let's get into it, girl. So how have I been since the last time we recorded? I've been okay. Ain't much been going on, girl. I be working. So if and y'all don't know me, I am a licensed social worker. So right now I'm, I'm a therapist. Um, I work for outpatient treatment center where I'm just providing mental health therapeutic services. I really, 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 really enjoy it. I really do. But this field can, oh my God, you can be so burnt out. Sometimes people ask me like, what is it like being a therapist? I'm learning as a therapist. I don't walk around. It's like, I be kind of hesitant in telling people if I want to tell people what my job is. Like, I'm very excited to say, oh, I'm a therapist, but the response that I get from it, girl, people think they're going to get a goddamn session, free session. But not only that, I don't even want to say a free session. Then it changes people's view of you. So like when you start to talk, people think you spilling that therapy shit. I'm like, no, I'm just talking as me. You know, don't let you say some shit that make makes sense. So don't let you say some shit that hit home. They thinking, all right, you off the clock. Like, bitch, <laughs> the clock is me. Nobody's working. I'm just using my regular con- common sense and I'm just kind of talking a little bit. Um, so I'm learning a little bit from like diverting from saying, oh, I'm a therapist because it's just come with a lot. It really do. I love that I'm a therapist, but when people find that out, girl, it just be too much. It, <laughs> it just be too much. Sometimes I have to tell people too, like, hey, I really am off the clock. Like it ain't, it ain't, it is. Um, I never really thought when I was in my internships, right, people would ask me um, or I would see some of the therapists there, like, get tired of listening, get tired of listening to their family, their friends. And I'm like, how could you ever like what? And as I'm in this role, I totally get it. You know, as a therapist, you listen all day, but you're not just sitting there just listening. You're listening. You're providing insight. You're providing feedback. You are educating. You are teaching. You are doing all of those things in that role. And it's all day, girl. My session starts as early as 10 a.m. My last session could be at 6 6 p.m. to 6.45, and they be back to back to back to back to back. 45-minute sessions going back to back to back to back to back. So when you get out of it, it's just like, oh, my Lord, you know. I've been really good at just kind of like, um, what? Kind of like when I'm done with work, I'm done with work. You know, like I don't really let stuff linger with me. I don't really, uh uh-uh, I'm checking out. (laughs) So it's been that, but I noticed that even in my regular life, I still have to sit and I still have to listen. I still have to, in a sense, process information and help people out too. Um, I wouldn't say help people out because I ain't just walking around helping everybody. I'm just kind of just still listening. So um, the job never goddamn stops. (laughs) So let's move to the book, y'all. We back to our 3,000 questions about me. Um, if you want to know the book that I'm reading out of or getting these questions from, check the description box. You'll find it. Um, the second question is, what is your greatest 
fear. Now, you know, this is interesting because I don't really know what my greatest fear is. Um, I don't know. I think one of my greatest fears is, mm, I think it could be kind of like what that girl was saying, not really doing all the things that you want to do or just not even having the opportunity to do all the things that you want to do. I think that could be a fear, but I think also too, like the world is changing. You know, you know how you have grandparents and right now they may be in the eighties or their nineties. And you think like just 90 years ago, you know, they witnessed slavery, you know, or they witnessed racism at an all-time high. You know, just fucking, excuse me, 60, 70 years ago, they just seen this stuff. And like now living in 2021, life is totally different. I think that's a fear of mine, just kind of coming from my age and then growing to be old and just seeing the change and having to adapt and adjust and go through all these things. Like, it's kind of scary to see. I remember when my grandfather was living, I used to talk to him all the time. And I remember when the computers came out, the big fat old computers with the fat back. And he was looking at the computer in like such amazement. And I remember asking him like, daddy, why are you so amazed at this? And he was just like, I never thought I'd see nothing like it. Like he was just so amazed at a damn computer. Meanwhile, I'm just like, what are you amazed at? Like it's a computer. But it made sense because technology just kind of advanced. And it was just like, what in the fuck? Like he never would have thought of such an invention. But I remember him saying, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with the computer. Like he was just totally like off put it by. Like he was not interested in learning about it. He was not interested. Nothing. He kind of was just setting his ways because technology became too advanced for him, right? Um, same thing with my grandmother. She was never really interested in cell phones, never really interested in tablets. That just wasn't her thing. Technology was just like, what is this and what is it here for, you know? Um, but it was just kind of amazing to see how just trying to adapt to change and adjust for them was hard, but they had, I mean, hey, they just kind of had to go through it. So I think that's one of my greatest fears of like, we are living in a moment where, moment where we are going to have to adapt and just everything around us is changing. Like everything, every everything is changing. That's scary because you can't really predict the future, right? To me, it's like this shit ain't changing for the better. I can almost tell you that now. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but it's scary to even realize like, how things are changing. So that's a fear for me. Like, uh, am I going to be able to adjust? Am I going to be able to adapt to the environment? Is this going to be hard? Like, what is life about to look like now? Because what in the heck? And I would love to know you guys' input on that too. I'll tell you this, when it comes to adaptation and adjusting, a lot of people do not like that. I hear from my clients all the time, I'm afraid of change. I'm afraid of change. And you know what? That is far too common. I hear it a lot. I mean, shit, in some instances, I don't like change myself, but I always kind of explain it like this, like, you know how you they say cockroaches are kind of like indestructible um, because they've just been around for years on years. And I look at kind of like the life cycle of like animals, insects, plants, all of those things. And in order to survive, in order to prevail, in order to live, you have to learn how to adapt and make changes. Now, one thing I want to tell you is that change is always going to be uncomfortable. 
Trust me. Change whenever you're reverting from something, doing one thing and then doing something new. It's going to be uncomfortable. And I would encourage you guys to set your expectations. Sometimes people expect things and it don't make sense. Like, why are you expecting that? Like, <laughs> why are you expecting yourself to be something, be comfortable with something that you don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it's about to be like. If anything, just expects or embrace uncertainty. And I think that's a lot of things that kind of like stop people back because change is kind of scary. Um, You'll see some people not making a move or, you know, not doing something or not changing something or being open to something because change is so scary. And I think one of the biggest things of just kind of accepting change is just lowering or, or managing your expectations. What about this change is scaring you? You know, what about this is making you feel like you're uncomfortable with it? And just kind of understanding that this comes with the process. I would love to know from you guys too, like, what should I put? What should I look on change? Are a lot of you guys scared to change? Um, I'll tell you this: those people who do change, they do learn to adapt and they do become better, and things do become better. Look at it again from plants, insects, animals. Let's just use the cockroaches type of thing. Like when the environment changed on them, they had to figure out: okay, maybe this is not a food source, but this is going to be a food source here. Well, I still got to eat. I still got to leave. Well, live. So, you know, they were open because a need was being, was there. You know, we need, the need was being unmet. Um, environments change. You know, maybe we can't stay here anymore. We have to move here. This is that change. This is that adaptation. But it's also just adjusting. And a lot of people hate change because they're very afraid of, I won't be able to adjust to this. Well, you won't if you keep the same mindset of something you're trying to change. When you are changing something, the mindset has to change as much. Now, listen, I'm trying to drop some good shit on you, okay? And I know I'm speaking to somebody. There may be something that you are just scared of doing. There may be something that you're just kind of unwilling to face or unwilling to do because it's just change and it's too painful. I'll tell you, be ready for the adjustment. When you have to adjust, you have to change your mindset as well. You cannot. Okay, let me give you an example. Let's say... um, you live your life every day just kind of doing the things you want to do. And let's just say something falls into your lap where it takes up a lot of your time. And it's like, oh my God, now I'm not going to have time to myself. Now I'm not, it could be new baby. It could be taking care of my. It could be something. Understand this. Your idea of being able to do your regular everyday schedule with this change in your life doesn't make sense. I'm going to be honest. Why would you expect to do the same things you could do every day? with something new in your life. If it's new, you have to learn to adjust. You have to learn to adapt and you have to learn to move with what's going on. It's that adjustment part. Now y'all may hear my girlfriend come in cause she's just making all these noise. Hold on right quick. Ebony, hold on, don't come. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell her I was filming a podcast cause I said, well, she gave me a certain time. I said I should have time to kind of get this podcast done, but um, I didn't even tell her. But anyways, um, it's that adjusting, you know, like in order to embrace change, you have to be able to embrace, embrace adjusting to something. Like understand that everything is going to require an adjustment. Let me give you an example. 
this damn pandemic, you know, that scared the mess out of people. But guess what? We figured out how to adjust with being home. We figured out how to adjust to start, you know, getting around people. It was an adjustment. It was change. Absolutely. But we had to learn how to adjust and adapt. And it can be done, honestly. But I say a lot of times it's the mindset. You have to change the mindset. You have to focus on the mindset and understand what about how I'm thinking and feeling right now needs to change so that I can open this, welcome this, and do what I need to do. Honestly, I'm dropping some good shit and I want you to think about it. <laughs> I really am. You know what? One of the beautiful things I like about this podcast and the concept is I didn't like to plan topics. When I feel like I got to plan a topic, it's so goddamn rehearsed. I'm a natural kind of like thinker. Um, If I have a speech or something, yeah, I need to write that out. But other than that, when it comes to just conversations and topics, um, I don't like to be too prepared for it because now I I feel like it's kind of rehearsed. So one of the beautiful things I really love about this podcast is that Based off of my book, I kind of just take, or the questions from my book, I can kind of take that and run with it. So this thing was about what is your greatest fear? And I told you what my greatest fear was, and we kind of talked a little bit about change and adaptation and adjusting and the mindset. I really love that. Straight facts. I love it Um, because I drop gems. I also am a strong believer that when I speak, God speaks through me, and some of you guys may not be religious, so I understand that, but I am. Um, I'm not super religious, don't get me wrong, but I believe in a God. I have a faith. Anyways, when I speak to a lot of people, I feel like sometimes God is speaking through me, and he helps deliver the message for me. I never really know the intent or the purpose, but I know that it is needed, and I just kind of let things flow when it comes out and it makes sense. So I really like the direction of the podcast. I really, really do enjoy it. Now, we're still undecided on the name. We're going to figure it out. Oh, so as far as where you could find me, y'all, I'm really thinking, should I build a Building Bitches Instagram page? What y'all think? <laughs> what I would put up there, I don't really even know. I would have to figure that out. But I'm thinking just so that we can follow each other, we can have, create a community and just keep the party going. I'm like, there may be a need for that. Now, you can also find me on Spotify. If you guys listen to Spotify, you can find my podcast there. Um, I don't really know the link to tell you because I'm just going to leave it in a, in a um in the comment section. So you could just, I mean, in the description box, so you can click the link and then it'll take you to my Spotify page. And if you have a Spotify account, you could just follow me. So whenever I do upload, it'll just go straight to Spotify. But right now I am on, um, YouTube and I am on Spotify and I just got an email. Let me unlock my phone. Cause I just got an email today and said, I got approved for another place. It is, oh, Pocket Cast. So my Building Bitches podcast show is now available on Pocket Cast. So um, I'm about to see if I could try to get my, get get on Apple, iTunes, whatever. I have to look more into it, but it's lit. So there's ways where you could try to stream me. Now, what I wanted to do was actually make things visible, right? Like I wanted to be visible, but I'm going to tell you this. It's too much preparedness. Like, you know, I make sure my hair right. I make sure if I'm going to do makeup or not. You know, I ain't really feeling all of that. Then I got to sync and edit the video. And I'm not really trying to edit no videos. I'm just trying to sync it up. And, you know, I ain't trying to cut, do none of those things. But I like where we're going right now. Right now, this is where we are. The name is still, we still thinking about that. But 
How did you guys enjoy episode two? I hope you enjoyed it. Tell me some of your key takeaways. The question that I want you to answer in the comment section section is, what is your greatest fear? Let's get deep. I want you to think about it, and I want you to comment on it, and I want you to talk about it, okay? All right, y'all. I'm out of here. I will see you guys soon. Thank you for listening. Bye, y'all.